That reminded me I have a policy with my parents. I've put a embargo or not moratorium because it's permanent, but um, <laughs> I won't retell the same story to both of them. So they better hope that they're both around when I'm telling a story. <laughs> like if you finish telling a story to Gary and then Sandy enters the room and he's yeah. like, oh, what's that story? Yeah. And you're like, no, I don't have the energy. No. Hear it from Gary now. It's <laughs> Gary's story to tell. I've given it to him. Yeah. I will never tell it again. Yeah. I know that sounds harsh, but. It's it's after years of <laughs> telling the same story twice. Yeah. I just couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Sometimes, you know, growing up, our parents are the ones that make all the rules. Yeah. And they was... have all these rules that they impose on us. Now it's our turn. <laughs> That's my rule. Now we get to make rules. That's my lone rule so far. <laughs> <sighs> you know what? I think I, I think maybe I laugh too much. What do you mean? In life? Yeah. I, my default reaction to a wide swath of external stimuli is laughter. Mm-hmm. I laugh when something is funny. I laugh when something is beautiful. Mm-hmm. If I see something beautiful, I laugh when I'm uncomfortable. I laugh when I get angry at things, if I can't believe something. Mm-hmm. It's just like a default. It kind of covers everything. It's yeah. the, the rain. I don't laugh when I'm sad. Although... In a certain like in a certain degree of sadness, I can I can laugh. That's like in the same sort of vein as like disbelief. Mm-hmm. All these things and more can trigger laughter in me. Mm-hmm. Is that weird? Is, am I just describing being a human? No, you're not. You're not. I think that's unique to you. But oh. I also think that your laugh covers a range. It's always appropriate. Like, I see. It, and it never Thank feels you. awkward. There are those people I know who have awkward laughter. Uh, I'm probably among oh. them. Well, but. No, you're not. I never feel like you're awkwardly laughing. Even if that feeling of awkwardness is what triggered the laugh, it never comes, it never reads okay. that way. So my laugh is versatile, is what you're it's saying. versatile laugh. If, if I was doing a something's funny laugh all the time, right. that, that would, would be, be a problem. But yeah. I have, my laugh has different timbers yes. for different situations. Yeah. That's good. And know. it always feels contextually appropriate. Oh, well, thank you. Nonetheless, despite my context-appropriate laughter, I'm going to try to not laugh this episode. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Starting now. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how far I'm going to get. I really had to like hold it back just then, just because you were laughing. Yeah. I mean, we didn't even mention that. The sort of, what's the word when you sneeze? Someone else sneezes? The sympathetic sneeze? Yeah, that, we, we didn't even cover my sympathetic laughter. <laughs> stop. Okay. You can laugh. No, 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 don't stop. Yeah. <sighs> this is my challenge to get through i want you to just be normal laugh all you want um but i feel like you know listening to the podcast i i laugh a lot and that's fine but i want to see if i can i want to see if i can get through an episode without laughing is this a result of us being 38 weeks in and you just want to like try different things are we getting to the point where we're just gonna start is, it, is this a gimmick episode? Is this a gimmick episode? I mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but that's okay. I'm all alone out here laughing. Laughing it up. It's really hard. It's really hard. But <laughs> yeah. so far I'm doing it. Uh-huh. <sighs> yeah. It, I mean, effect, effectively it is a gimmick. But also, I feel like in my role as a host, mm-hmm. I could stand to laugh a little less. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I think it kind of... It's not always playing a purpose yeah to the listener i understand i'm thinking about the listener you don't want to bludgeon the listener with our laughter exactly you Um, bludgeon away for this episode laugh all you want i'm gonna i'm gonna do my best yeah well much like you 
feel like your laughter is, if not problematic, certainly something you want to be mindful of. Yeah. I, um, I struggle, I, I very, um, as now, I struggle with my, um, I feel like I'm very scattered. I think my mind is very scattered generally. So I think my speech follows that pattern, which mm-hmm. is why it's so meandering. I've noticed that when I'm talking, I'll insert subclause after subclause after subclause or caveat and qualifier. And I would love to get rid of that. I would love to just say it. Well, and like straight then to the point. If I wanted to modify it later, I could, as opposed to interrupting myself to modify it. But that's how my brain works. So maybe that's an impossible. I like it. Really? I don't think you need to change. Um, that's my opinion. Thank you. I like that. I'm saying this because I signed up for a speech class. <laughs> Listening to myself as we're making this podcast, I am forever horrified at the extent to which I am profoundly inarticulate. (laughs) Damn it! God damn it! (laughs) (sighs) Okay. I'll start after the theme song. (laughs) Okay. Jedediah is a man. Who once was a boy And he wrote down all his feelings In a diary to enjoy Now he's reading it again Reading it for you Maybe you'll recognize yourself too Jedi Diaries The Jedi Diaries That's the name of this podcast And now the song is through Hello and welcome to week 38 of the Jedi Diaries. I am your host, Jedediah Baker. I'm Tori Puckett. Nothing funny is happening and I'm still stifling laughter mm-hmm. every every few seconds. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. I think you won't, although... Thank you. <laughs> I mean, it is like being in church, for example. Like the one place where you know that you really shouldn't laugh. Oh, yeah. And, and all you want to do is laugh. Yeah. Do you? Do I laugh in church? Do you all you want to do in church is laugh? <laughs> okay, maybe that's not the best example, but you know, knowing you can't do something, it makes it all the more appealing. Uh, trying to stay on stay on point, not meamble, which is a word that Neha invented to describe what I do. Meamble? Yeah. Why? Because I she said I'm like an ambling kind of person, uh-huh. and I'll I also meander. like to meander when like. I'm supposed to be somewhere and she hasn't heard from me. She's like, are you meambling about? That's really delightful. Yeah. Little Portman Tory. Mm-hmm. Oh. I love it. Now that I'm not using up any energy to laugh, my mind (laughs) is firing faster than ever. You freed it up. I should have done this years ago. (laughs) What if we get to the end of the episode and I find I just don't know how to laugh anymore? That could be. Don't say that. Mm -hmm. It's very important to me to laugh. Don't worry. It'll be there. Okay. It'll be readily accessible. Thank you. September 18th. Nothing happened today. I played my saxophone. Rocco's Modern Life was on. School dances suck. (laughs) My head hurts. Today's sat. (laughs) Well, I picked a good week to try not to laugh. Nothing funny in there. Nothing funny there. Mm -hmm. In fact, yeah, a little little somber. You're still... uh, I'm still still hurting. You're still living in the shadow of the dance from the night before. Everybody hurts. (laughs) Especially me. Yeah. The day after a school dance. Rocco's Modern Life. Yeah. I have no feelings on that show. You don't? Me neither, really. Yeah. 
Rocker's Model Knife was a cartoon on Nickelodeon back in the day about a wallaby. Yeah. And his friend, a cow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of funny. A wallaby and a cow. When would you ever see those two together? I mean, only on Rocco's Modern Life. <laughs> September 19. <laughs> it is late. I am tired. My stomach hurts. I finished my puppet. It's funny. I'm tired. We went to the bike path. I'm tired. We rented Labyrinth. Ooh. Now... I'd like to point out that's three I'm Tireds in the same entry. Oh, yeah. Now, Labyrinth isn't a movie that I'm ambivalent about. Oh, me neither. Yeah. What's your... Let's let's say our feelings on Labyrinth on three. One, two, three. Love. love. Yeah. Do you want to speak about Labyrinth before I'd I I'd love to speak about Labyrinth. And there's a nice little um, sort of... What is it? Synergy there. Labyrinth. Puppet making. Puppet making. Yeah, I was thinking that. Labyrinth. I mean, if you don't... If you haven't seen Labyrinth, good heavens. Mm-hmm. Get out there, get Labyrinth right now, and watch it. Yeah. Jennifer Connelly, as a young woman who hates her little baby brother who she's being made to babysat, she wishes the goblins would come take him away, and they do. Mm -hmm. And then she is swept into this epic journey through the goblin kingdom, and she meets all sorts of friends who are puppets Mm -hmm. on her quest to confront the goblin king, an incredible... David Bowie. Mm. And, you know, it's one of Jim Henson's finest works. Yeah. It feels like a true living fantasy world. Uh, the puppet work is incredible. It's great songs. Yeah. Yeah. I love it's, that movie. It's great. Just as we rented Labyrinth, I don't even know if we watched it on this day, but I have immensely fond feelings for it today. So yeah. I'm assuming I had them then. I went to a David Bowie exhibit. At the Brooklyn Museum. I, I too went to this exhibit. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. So you saw the letter. There was a letter, a framed letter from Jim Henson to David Bowie. Yes. Inviting him to participate in this movie. And, uh, you know, just a lovely little letter from one from one giant to another. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to say about that. But I do. I also love Labyrinth. Yeah, so I'm building a puppet. Yeah. We, we, we touched on this last week. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember this puppet? I do remember this puppet. I'm lo- uh, sorry, I was looking for it in the diary. We, we, their performance is tomorrow. Yeah. So I've, I've finished the puppet. I think it's funny. <laughs> Try not to laugh at the memory of this funny puppet. This puppet was, uh, I don't remember if it was meant to be a tadpole or what, yeah. but it was a, it was a foam ball, um, which I, you know, cut a mouth into and cut the back out of, to fit my hand into it, covered it in a, like a black pantyhose. Mm-hmm. You know, put a little mouth inside of it and a little tongue, a little the little uvula in the tongue on the inside of the mouth, and two googly eyes, mm-hmm. and that was it. Mm-hmm. Your basic, your basic Muppet style puppet. Yeah, because in seventh grade we had to give a presentation on somebody we admired. Yeah, and my it was Jim Henson. I'm doing. I have a presentation on Jim Henson tomorrow, and I have decided my presentation is going to be a puppet show. And I had enlisted you and Matt mm-hmm. as the other puppeteers. Supporting cast. And one of you are using a Kermit the Frog puppet that I just had. And then um, this other, this like pig puppet, very thin fabric that I'd had since I was like a baby, basically. Yeah. And that was the, and, I, and then this original, this OC, this original character that yeah. I created to be the protagonist of this puppet show presentation. Mm-hmm. I'm impressed with myself. Yeah. Did everyone do, what was everyone else's presentations like? I just remember what me and Matt did. What did you and Matt do? My hero was Steven Spielberg. 
and I did like a little, God, I mean, it wasn't anything approaching a puppet show. That could have been a very visual presentation. Yeah, I was going to say, did you make a little movie? No. Or, no? But I mean, there were limitations technologically speaking in the 90s we didn't have at our fingertips the ability to like cut together a montage like we do today that's true i mean i could have brought in a bunch of videos and just played clips just popped them out popped them in hold on everybody rewind play hold on eject pop in play (laughs) but i think i just spoke at length about steven spielberg and the the movies that he made sounds boring (laughs) i'm sure it was (laughs) what did matt do (laughs) matt did matt did brandon lee the um martial arts guy the star of the crow the crow i was gonna who say. had recently passed away yes. on the set of the crow that's right mm-hmm. son of bruce lee i don't know what matt did a little martial arts presentation <laughs> i don't think he did um, okay so it wasn't like the assignment wasn't do a puppet show oh, the no. assignment wasn't do a presentation in the style of your hero <laughs> no i just decided that was how i was gonna do yeah. my presentation yeah very brave yeah. I, I'm surprised. Really? I think so. I mean, I think you like performing in front of groups. Yeah, I, mean, I guess. You I know. guess. I guess w- when it's your class, like it's not an audience with whom you have not no relationship, but like there's a certain like separation. Your class, you're right there in front of them. I just, I worry that at this point in seventh grade, I still haven't quite caught on. Yeah. I think I worry that the sweatpants realization has not yet occurred. Yeah. And I'm kind of still... I'm still functioning in a world that that's that I that I haven't realized doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. So you're like they're going to eat this. Yeah, I'm like right. And I can't imagine a three kids doing a puppet show is really going to fly in 7th yeah. grade. Yeah. I remember in ninth grade. This is like a version of that we had in our English class for some reason, but we had to give a presentation on we had to teach the class something. Mm. We had to present something and explain how to do it in front of the class i chose (laughs) i chose present wrapping which was at the time something i didn't know how to do and i chose it because i didn't know how to do it and i thought it would be very funny if i attempted to do this thing that i didn't know how to do i'm trying so hard not to laugh in an effort to teach the class how to do it (sighs) and i remember like you know really hamming it up and like getting tape wrapped around myself and the class was just loving it oh good and of course and you got an f i got an f but uh, I think I got a 14. That was the lowest grade I ever got on anything. A 1-4. Oh, I remember God. asking our teacher, Ms. Donovan, who became one of my favorite teachers mm-hmm. in high school, why she didn't just give me a zero. She's like, well, I did it like on a point system. And you actually did score for did, at least yeah, 14 you, points. You did more than nothing. <laughs> more than nothing. So you get, four, bare, you get a 14, which is still a super F. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it really shouldn't go like below 50. Just say it doesn't count. Yeah. I learned at that time that what will really get the class going is Uh, my incompetence in this area. It's very funny. Um, But it didn't serve me well academically. Well, but it got a laugh. Sometimes it's worth it. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. Anyway. That was a bit painful to me. What? Listening to you tell that story and not, (laughs) not being able to laugh. Yeah. I really had to stifle it. Um, I, I'm trying to figure out like an analog. Oh, it's sort of like when you swallow a gulp and it's just like you realize it's too big for your throat. Oh, or yeah. Like kind of, and it's just like this like rock, this yeah. solid mass that's going down your throat and it hurts. That's there's, what it felt yeah, like. That's what I felt like for the last three minutes. There's nothing pleasant about that. <sighs> okay. 
Anyway, my point is, I remember the puppet very clearly, mm-hmm. which makes me worried that there's a traumatic event associated with it. Mm-hmm. Do you remember how the presentation went? I do. Okay. Should we should we find out what the diary says yeah. first? I'd rather refer to the primary source. September 20th. My puppet show was stupid. I took a shower last night. I washed my hair this morning. <laughs> I bought two comics from Josie. <laughs> I went to TKD. <laughs> the Josie, he bought comics from him. I don't even want to talk about the puppet show. I know. I mean, that actually doesn't jive with my memory. I remember it being a success. Yeah. You know, we each had a script. We were behind a table, right? There was a, or like some yeah. kind of makeshift yeah. stage, and we yeah. had our hands up like, like you do, mm-hmm. like if you were a Muppet. Mm-hmm. We read through the script of the presentation and there were like several chapters to Mm -hmm. it. And Mm -hmm. the one thing I remember specifically is you. Mm -hmm. So there was this thing where it was like about Jim Henson started these three things. It was like the Henson Organization, the Henson Institute and the Henson maybe like Enterprise or something like that. It was he high and ho. Is that he really did that? Yes, that's that really happened. Okay. So to introduce that idea, to introduce that information, mm-hmm. I had you, your character, pop up and go, he, hi, ho. That's right. And my character was supposed to say, what the, I think, and you were supposed to maybe cut me off. Mm. And my character instead, I said, what the hell? Yeah. And the class loved it. That's what I remember. Yeah. That's that's the single thing that sticks in my so head. So like what a, what why did I write it was stupid? Well, do you think do you think during I remember being embarrassed about that. People even loved though, it. Even though the audience liked it. I mean, I I remember our teacher came down hard on you for yes. that. Yes. Uh he kind of scolded you in front of the class, which oh. which was probably Oh, well what? that explained that might be part of it. Yeah. I think that might have soured the whole thing. And I think this is what I think. I think in a year or two we would be at the point where making our class laugh would have far outshone anything the teacher could have said. But I think at this point we were still like, it it was important to get not the teacher's approval, but to have some kind of affirmation or to not get 14s to not. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Despite the laughter of the class, I think what stuck with you was probably our teacher. I just wonder if somebody bullied me after it. You know, I wonder if it finished and, and maybe I expected people to be more like, hey, good job. And like no one cared. Or, you know, if somebody, you know, someone like insulted me afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, or if I felt like I'd missed the mark and everyone else just did these regular presentations and I'm here like putting on a puppet show like some sort of dweeb. It makes me sad. Yeah, It makes me sad to read this, that my, my takeaway of the day I do the puppet show mm-hmm. is that it was stupid because I don't remember it being stupid. I don't either. I also think nobody else did anything approaching a puppet show. So for the class, it must have been like a fun and yeah. nice diversion. You're listening to 25 people read about their heroes who you probably don't give a shit about. Right. Yeah. So having a puppet show in the middle of that, that sounds like a great well bit of entertainment. Well, if I could edit the diary, I would. Mm-hmm. You know what? Give me a pencil. Oh, this is unprecedented. Give me that pencil. Here we go. I crossed that stupid and I wrote good. Hmm. I think it's telling between the doing of the puppet show and the writing of the diary this day. Mm-hmm. 
either the rest of my day was bad or somebody like had a negative opinion of the puppet show and told me and it like crushed me mm-hmm. or or just like in my memory it wasn't as good as i imagined it would be it might have been like a difference between expectations and reality yeah well i'll say today it wasn't stupid thank you i mean i was a part of it so i have a kind of bias but that's i true I, you actually don't know because you didn't see it that's true it felt good. But you know what? Where I, was. I also didn't see it, so that's, I don't know. That's true. Folks, <laughs> if you were present at this puppet show that I did 25 years ago last week, starring a sort of large tadpole, Kermit the Frog, and a pig, not Miss Piggy, just a pig, please call the tip line at 1-802-851-9578 and let me know what you thought. Mm-hmm. Unless you thought it was stupid, then keep it to yourself. (laughs) September 21st. I bought Strangers number three. I saw Animaniacs. I have a Beavis and Butthead keychain. B&B was new. Bodhi whistled a lot. I hate school. Oh, no. Okay, so now we're getting into the, the... Yeah. Yeah, I think that might be. I think it might just be like schools. I'm not jiving with with seventh grade. Yeah. right now. Yeah, three weeks in or whatever. Yeah, taking comfort in cartoons, comics, and my bird. Strangers was a was a comic series that I loved, published mm-hmm. by Malibu Comics, which doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. About uh, literally a group of strangers on a trolley car in San Francisco getting hit by a bolt of magic lightning. Mm-hmm. That gave them all superpowers. Mm-hmm. And I just love, I love any story where a bunch of people are thrown together and the only thing they have in common is that they were all in the same place at the same time. Yeah. And like that's, they, their adventures stem from that. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I like that so much. Yeah. I didn't have a soft spot for that until Lost, which mm-hmm. we watched together. Mm-hmm. We did. Not and, literally, but, but. But we would communicate. Yeah. Immediately after. That was a big event in our lives. Back when people did that. Yeah. That era is over. Yeah. Wednesday nights or Thursday, whenever it was on. We waited every week for... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gather together with your friends, mm-hmm. go over to someone's house who's got cable, watch it. That was only a decade ago. We've moved so far beyond that. Yeah. It's, there's nothing like that anymore. Mm-mm. I miss that. I do too. I guess sports are still like that, but I don't care about sports. Yeah, I know. Damn it. Maybe I should start caring about sports. Someone the other day was like, so ready and eager and excited to talk to me about football. And they like... It was almost a foregone conclusion. They were just asking before they launched into it. But it was like an afterthought. They were like, do you like football? And they were about to go into their story about like, can you believe? And I said, no, I don't care about football. And it just shut them down. It was like bringing a speeding car to a screeching halt. You know? Yeah, it's kind of like how I feel every time I want to laugh. <laughs> yeah. Just it was you just... got all this energy built up and it just has to kind of dissipate throughout your body. I'd never felt like such a killjoy. But I didn't want like. Well, you didn't want. You wouldn't have liked it. I was just being on. They wouldn't have got what they wanted out of it. Right. Nobody, nobody would have been having a good time. Yeah. They might have been having a good time for a little bit, but that's good. You know, it's it's good to set your limits and yeah. just say like, no, I don't want to hear about that. <laughs> much, it's kind of like what like, we've like what Jared did last. Yeah. What we talked about last week. Except now you're the you're the person telling someone to shut up. I don't want to talk about that with you. Yeah, I should have screamed it in his face and walked away. <laughs> Yeah. And for a long time, I felt the need to indulge people because I felt very bad about shooting down somebody else's. But then would you say like, yeah, I love football and then have to like pretend for the rest of the night that you cared about football? I don't think I would say like I love football, but I wouldn't tell them that I didn't. You know, I would kind of like let the conversation go on and 
pretend to be like interested, even though I could not care less. There's an interesting gendered thing going on there that this, I assume the speaker was a male. Yeah. That you as another right. man mm-hmm. would, of course, be interested in talking about football. Yeah. That happens a lot where people just kind of like saying, can you believe oh, yeah. the Buffalo Bills or whatever? I don't even know. <laughs> I think that's a sports team. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you come off as very sporty, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That must be what it is. Can you believe the Miami Dragons? September 22nd. I didn't go to TKD. Matt made a ramp. We went down it on a dolly. I saw Animaniacs. If Tori or Matt does TKD, I'll keep doing it. (laughs) Now, would you or Matt do TKD? I think we considered it. Yeah. This will be... It's like a last-ditch effort for you to stick around. I mean, Matt was into... Brandon Lee, so he was... Oh, yeah, that's true. You know. Yeah, ripe for the picking. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Matt, we made a ramp and went down it on a dolly. Do you remember this? Does this um, strike the usual jealousy in you? <laughs> Sounding like something so fun that you missed out on? No, that one doesn't. Oh. I want to know more about this ramp. <laughs> so I think it was primarily plywood, because I remember it having a lot of give to it when we yes. went down. It was behind... The garage was mm-hmm. sort of secluded from the street, so we wouldn't get like picked on or yelled at or anything. And the dolly, I think, if I'm remembering right, it was like it was something my dad had made himself for oh. changing, for changing his oil. On That's right, like car. something you'd lay down under a car and roll in it. Yeah, I see. Yeah, so like it a, was a board on, with a board with swivel wheels. Yeah, right? with like caster wheels or something. Yeah, it was right. just looked like something someone threw together from the hardware store quickly um what was the ramp leaning on like uh, the picnic table yeah maybe you might be right because we did have a picnic table back there i mean saying you made saying you made a ramp it just seems generous (laughs) could have been just against the house like against the garage the picture you're painting for me is a sheet of plywood Uh set at an angle And yeah. then we sat on a board with wheels on it and just kind of kind of rode yep. down. I can remember, like, feel very well the sensation of going down it and how it was fun, but it was also really disappointing because the length of the dolly we were on was not much less than the length of the ramp. So, like, you hit the ground almost immediately. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was a short like ride. A really, yeah, it was a really quick ride, and then you were sort of ejected off the dolly. I used to get really ambitious when it when fall comes around and I wanted I always wanted to like make things and build things. So this is what it may have been partly inspired by like, you know, what's an what's a new fun way to get into a pile of leaves that we haven't oh, tried yeah. before, yeah. you know? Like a better like a better like a better mousetrap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sort of I you're was... just jumping from the ground to the ground and you're like, there's got to be a better way. September 23rd. Nothing happened today. I saw Animaniacs. <laughs> I saw every day. And I just wrote down. I mean, it's very important to me this week that I saw Animaniacs. I, it's weird. I, was it on every day? I guess it was. Yeah. It must be new. It must be. Yeah. I went to Matt's. I have the Animaniacs song memorized. Hmm. I took a shower last night. Dad came over. I'm doing theater on Fry. Theater begins. Theater begins. 
do you still remember the Animaniacs song? I think I do. Yeah. Um, but rather than simply just singing it out to you and finding out, I want to show you this. I'm showing an audio tape to Tori. Let's take a look. Jed Baker's tape of TV and movies. It's exactly what it sounds like. This is an audio tape that I would put into a tape recorder and then simply hold up to the TV and tape music from TV shows and movies that I, I wanted to have. So let's see how much I remember. That is the Pete and Pete theme song. Oh, yeah. Wrong side. I do not still have it memorized. Really? No. It's a real earworm. But this is making me think. Do you remember about a month ago when there were a couple of acronyms in the diary about some shows I watched and we, yeah, yeah. we couldn't figure out what they were? Mm, I think I do. I went to the beach. I took a shower. I washed my hair. I'm tired. C-E-I-A-R-H and A-Y-A-O-T-D <laughs> were new. <laughs> I mean, those acronyms have to be TV shows, right? Yeah. What are they? God, I couldn't begin to crack those. C-E-I-A. Okay. A-Y-A-O-T-D mm-hmm. is Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. So miss, this is maybe the Nickelodeon nighttime lineup. Yeah. Do you remember Are You Afraid of the Dark? So this audio tape has uh, had the theme song to Pete and Pete on it, which right. was a Nickelodeon show. So I bet it's got some answers because we know one of those shows was Are You Afraid of the Dark? So I bet it's got the answers to those other shows. Care to figure it out with me? Do I ever. Saved by the Bell, the new class theme song. Oh, okay. That's what the tape, that's how it starts. Starts off strong. song i have absolutely memorized what is that that's from a muppets special oh really probably 92 or 93 a lot of puppet talk this week (laughs) yeah i mean jim henson is really was really just one of the the contributions he made to to art is just so incredible what was it about jim henson to you i mean i thought and i think that the muppets are just the most magical one of the most magical creations ever created by human beings mm. the fact that they're puppets that they're not real mm-hmm. when you watch them when you watch the muppet movie when you watch sesame street like those are real things those are real creatures yeah and it's they're not i mean it's just fabric and mm. plastic 
but the ability of human beings to like imbue these things with life mm-hmm. you know he created so many universes yeah and it was just like it was beautiful to me it was a perfect combination of performance and craft mm-hmm You know what that is? What is it? That's Clarissa Explains It All. Oh. That's C-E-I-A. Okay. One down, one to go. <laughs> is this it? Are you frightened, Tori? Mm-hmm. You should be. Because that's Are You Afraid of the Dark? <laughs> we already knew that one. Yeah. science mm-hmm. is that a nickelodeon thing no yeah. that was usa so perhaps the answer is not here after all or is it Down at the Roundhouse. Uh, that's a show I don't know in the, in the least. Me neither, but I recognize the music. Really? And that's the RH. <sighs> Another mystery solved. Yeah, that feels that feels good. I wish we could go back and tell ourselves from a month ago. I know. That we figured it out. It's been a sleepless month. But now I know. September 24th. Dad is a stupid asshole. I hate him. Theater was fun. (laughs) Bodie is chirping a lot. He is funny. Dad is a jerk. I went to Matt's. (laughs) I wonder what what is going on. What the hell happened? Yeah. Dad is a stupid asshole. I hate him. Dad is a jerk. What did I do? I don't know. I'm, that's why I'm calling. What did you do? She obviously had like, strong feelings, and I obviously did something that, you know, disappointed you mm-hmm. or frustrated you or thwarted some, some plot or plan or thing yeah. that you thought was cool to do, and I, as a parent, was just going to, like, not let you do it. I mean, this happens all the time. You know, sure. kids, kids get angry, so... It's like the the angriest that I've been yeah. at, at, at you. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry that you're upset about it. Oh, no, I'm um, sorry. I, I, sorry I used that language about you. I didn't hate you. I was just I know that. I love you. Yeah, I love you, I love you too, Jay. Great. And, um, sometimes, sometimes I yeah, think well, I'm an listen. asshole. Yeah, no, I love you. You are a stupid asshole. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. Who isn't? Who isn't a stupid asshole? No, nobody is a stupid asshole all the time. Sometimes, probably everybody. Maybe, wait, I do. I know one person that is a stupid asshole all the time. Well, wait, listen, we try to keep politics out of the podcast. 
<laughs> Very good. <laughs> Very good. That's it for one more week. Okay. Can I start to laugh again? Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Bring it back. You know that became became easier as time went went on, mm-hmm. and now I'm honestly. I'm really looking forward to the next thing that makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. Well, it you only know what? Takes... Kind of like you, it's the way you sort of step away. You step away from something you enjoy for some sort of reason, and mm-hmm. then when you come back to it, it seems yeah. all the more rich. It's like cutting out sugar. Yeah. The next time you have a candy bar. Oh, mm-hmm. boy. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, folks, for tuning in. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, an episode where I barely laughed was just as good as an episode where I laughed too much. Mm-hmm. I think it was. Okay, good. I'm not going to ever do that again, though. Yeah. For right. my for my entire life. Good. Nor should you. Thank you. Why deny yourself something like yeah. that? Yeah. Before we go this week, I'd like to announce that we now have a Patreon page. Tori, yeah. tell the good folks, what is a Patreon? A Patreon, as I understand it, is a place where you can go and support the artists that you like. That's true. And if Tori and me are artists, <laughs> well, okay. we're artists. Yeah. We can say it now. Mm-hmm. If we're artists that you like, if you enjoy listening to the Jedi Diaries and you feel like contributing, then go to patreon.com slash the Jedi Diaries. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash the J-E-D-E-D-I-A-R-I-E-S. And you'll find a place. It's sort of like Kickstarter, but yeah. Um, sustained. Yeah, but but uh, monthly, and uh, all you get you get the thing whether you donate or not. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a only if you want to, only if you can kind of thing. Any patrons that join us on Patreon will be uh, contributing to uh, the creation of the show, mm-hmm. which we'll be very grateful for. Yeah. Um, Do we are we giving away different threshold prizes? Yes. So there's different tiers. Okay. Um, so if you give it the $5, uh, level, um, that tier is called, I took a bath, then we will thank you by name on an episode. (laughs) And here we go. Thank you very much to Adam Bonifest, Vanessa Van Skindle, Lily Sloan, and Jay Laney. Thank you, Adam, Vanessa, Lily, and Jay. It's good. We both need to do it. Yeah. Contractually. We are, we are now. We have fulfilled, fulfilled, fulfilled the, it. The I took a bath uh, tier. Yes. Um, the other tiers are if you donate $25 a month, we'll read an entry from your diary on an upcoming episode. Oh. Uh, $50 a month specifically will help us pay for the artwork uh, for each episode. And if you, you donate at that level, you'll get um, your choice of your favorite episode art printed out. And we'll mail it to you nice and framed. Mm-hmm. And this is a stretch. Yeah. I don't actually expect anyone to do this. But if you donate $500 per month... <laughs> Oh, it feels good to laugh. <laughs> we'll do a very special episode where we read from a week of your diary, call up your friends and family, create a custom piece of art based on your entries, and maybe even do a custom theme song about you, Ooh, too. Wow. So, definitely worth it. Could I add another threshold? Oh, absolutely. If yeah, I do... set this up without Tori's knowledge. Yeah, I didn't agree to any of those. Uh, if you do $1,000 a month... <laughs> There it is. Oh, God. Go on. <laughs> oh, it's back. Um, we will come give a presentation to, <laughs> to your office. <laughs> a puppet 
half puppets, half, yeah, half um, just regular talk. <laughs> okay, is that it? Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> I'll add it tonight. <laughs> oh. Jeddah Diaries, the Jeddah Diaries, that's the name of this podcast. And now this episode is through.